0: bata po ako hindi ko na ko yung sport na volleyball si maglaro ng basketball badminton or volleyball pa palagi ako kaya hindi does it again it's
1: Three years in a row, UAAB Women's Volleyball Most Valuable Player, Rafina Aliza Valdez.
0: And dito po tayo ngayon sa kusang ako and ang bahay. Hindi alam ng lahat ng tao na we really started from sa baba dito kami lahat sa taas. kami sa isang room tipo ng kami yung nagpapakain ng mga alaga namin, mga hayop sa bahay namin
1: Siya po ay isang batang mahiyain. Saling sa po Sasha nung una. Tapos si eh, siyempre bata pa siya. Hindi niya kaya yung mga lakas ng kalaban pa.
0: Nung elementary kasi ako, taga ako ng tubig sa mga teammates ko. And little did I know na I was improving na pala because I was listening to my coaches.
2: Nag-scout yung mga taga-UST. Ngayon, nung pag-bisita namin doon, pinagbala niya sa amin, Tay, nagbigay ng calling card yung taga-UST. Tawagan lang daw sila kung interesado.
0: Mm. They gave na the calling card to, to Kim Fajardo, my teammate when I was in, Si Shaina Benela, sino pa yung ibang grade 5. So, nagtas na ako na kamay.
2: Hindi pa naman agad ganun ka-supportado sa kanya. Ibig sabihin, noon time naman na yon, wala na maman kami maiisip do sa sa volleyball. Eh. Siya
0: ay nagsimula
2: sa isang mahiyaing bata at ngayon siya ay isa ng champion.
0: Sabi nga nila, hindi ka lang matututo sa four corners of the classroom. Madami kang matutunan outside, lalong-lalo na sa sports. Isa sa mga natutunan ko na values talaga teamwork. Magaling din siyang makisama at meron siyang self-confidence. Dahil sa sport, natuto ako maging disiplinado.
1: Pero dapat din po balanse yung kanilang pag-aaral para sila maging champion din dahil magkasama po yung utak at saka yung lakas ng katawan para maging champion lang isang mata.
2: Dahil sa sports, marami ang hindi namin nakalain eh, na mapupuntahan sa ining, lalong-lalo lalo na sa pag-aaral. Dahil hindi naman namin kaya ang magpa sa mga sikat na eskwelahan.
0: Ay, malaki po ang naitulong. Itong bahay na itong tinitirhan namin ay kanya po ito. Siya ay meron ding nabuksang mga business. Everyone starts from scratch. Ni naman pagkapanganak natin Magaling na tayo, hindi in a snap, makukuha mo ka ano yung gusto mo. Kailangan paghirapan talaga. Sa mga bata na mahilig sa maglaro ng gadgets, manood ng TV, madami rin tayo matutunan sa mga sa ganyang larangan. Pero iba yung matututunan mong values pag lumabas ka, pag in-expose mo yung sarili mo sa outside world. Maglaro ka ng sport, mapawisan ka, madapa ka. Iba yung pagbangon na gagawin mo kaysa matalo ka sa games. Sa mga parents siguro, huwag silang matakot na masaktan, masugatan. Hayaan nila yung mga anak nilang mag-grow. As, as a kid, siyempre bata, kailangan talaga nilang ma-expose din sa mga kapwa-bata din nila. Actually, hindi ko ma-imagine yung self ko na ngayon na, na hindi ako naglalaro ng volleyball. Hindi natatapos sa isang panalo isang sa isang talo ang journey mo sa volleyball or in life. So kahit madapa ka, tatayo-tatayo para harapin mo yung mga susunod pang mga laban. And pag ginalingan nyo araw-araw, that will make you a champion.
2: Hello teammates and welcome to The Gold Diggers, a program where we discuss stories of leadership and motivation with sports serving as a metaphor dedicated to daily grinders, corporate athletes, and go-getters. This is Simone Haldon, digging in with my co-hosts, Reddy Agustin and Robbie Devera, and we are your resident Goal Diggers. So, last episode, we had a conversation with sportsman Toby Claudio. who is the president of the Quorum Group of Companies and is responsible for the creation and growth of Brunner, the running specialty store, and Urban Athletics, the street lifestyle store. So, Toby shared with us his three tips on how to work like a champion. So, his first tip is embrace and develop right habits and especially exercise habits and learning habits to improve your productivity. And so Toby shares how he developed a regular exercise regimen that gets him pumped up for work and gets his creative juices going. And he also maximizes his fitness habit by using it as an as an opportunity to listen and finish audiobooks, which is a great way to save time and keep your mind extra sharp. And his second tip is find a system that works for you. And helps you overcome your bouts of laziness or non-productivity. So Toby shares the getting things done method, which is a time management method popularized by productivity consultant, David Allen. So using this system has allowed Toby to figure out and follow through uh, with the necessary next steps for his projects. And his third tip is put the goal down and vision down in writing and commit to it. Doing so has allowed Toby to visualize what he wants and to plot out those necessary next steps. But in order to turn your vision into reality, you need a foundation of the right habits and a system that works for you. So Toby's three tips give us an idea on the areas we can work on to improve productivity and to have the confidence to take those next steps towards achieving our goals. And speaking of confidence, today we're going to dig into the story of someone who has inspired many with her confidence and grit on the volleyball court and beyond it. But of course, before we delve into that, I wouldn't be able to do this without the help of my fellow gold Diggers. So really, Robbie, what can our teammates expect from this episode?
3: Thanks a lot, Sim. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Gold Diggers. We're back again tonight. This time we have with us a former... Lady Blue Eagle, currently a pro league and national team player, a phenomenal athlete in the sport of volleyball. Stay tuned as we dig in with this talented and humble individual. And I will pass it on now to Robbie to formally introduce our special guest. Robbie, do the honors, please.
1: Thanks, Rels. Hey, teammates, we're excited to welcome our next guest, who is one of the most successful and popular athletes in the country. One whose story is is of perseverance and of grit. This fellow gold digger of ours is a phenomenal volleyball player, as Raleigh has mentioned, and certainly one of the most influential and yet humble athletes in the country. I'm so happy that we're guesting a good friend of mine, Eliza Valdez, to our program. So please stay tuned as we dig into her life story. Let's welcome her on board, Sim.
2: Thanks, Robbie. So today we have with us a renowned volleyball standout who has contributed to the growth and popularity of her sport with her fierce athleticism and her deadly spikes that have merited her a myriad of awards from best scorer to MVP, and has contributed greatly in bringing multiple titles to the teams she has been involved with from the UAAP to the club leagues. A national athlete and a phenom on and off the court and a household name well-loved by many, it's a pleasure to welcome
0: the Eliza Valdez. Wow. What an introduction. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for grabbing. How are you guys?
2: Super good. Happy uh, happy women's month. Oh, yes, yes.
0: Happy <laughs> women's month then. And so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
2: It's such a it's a it's such a pleasure to have you here. So uh we'd like to know, I mean what have you been up to especially you know since the start of, of the pandemic?
0: Uh well s- s- during well the start of the pandemic I was super happy talaga. Like it was my first time to experience like a very long break for 2 weeks. And then eventually I was really struggling and parang mentally challenged also in terms of I don't know what to do without volleyball because I've been doing volleyball for the longest time I've been training every single day waking up early to train so uh, but everyone had to adjust also with the new normal so I had to learn how to (laughs) to cook to bake everyone tried baking everyone (laughs) tried cooking also and I did that also but Towards the latter part of the pandemic then, I mean, until now we're in the the pandemic season, but the latter part, I'm trying, exploring new sports, uh, trying out golf, trying out boxing, firing, everything that, I mean, like, to release my competitiveness, but yeah, but I mean, mean, everyone's really challenged by this pandemic, mentally and physically, of course.
2: What's a particular thing that you enjoyed extra uh, during the pandemic?
0: Oh, that would be hard because everything really talaga. At I try to I try to actually enjoy it because that's the only time I was able to experience every, actually everything naginawa ko ngay pandemic. But I think one thing would be i i forgot to mention i i'm doing can i'm, I'm doing candles also can, scented candles so i think i would go for scented candles
2: Exactly. Uh, i want to check out your candles yes. as well uh, it's a really and even the the name of your candles are are is is really interesting as well i think there's a story behind that but Robbie, w- would you like to add to that
1: <laughs> well while you, while we know you're, you're one of the most popular athletes in the country For our international audience, can we bring them up to speed on your uh, athletic journey so far? So can you tell us about how you began your amazing volleyball career?
0: Oh, I think uh, same as everyone, I started from from scratch. Uh, I started from province, actually, in Batangas. I was just playing with my brothers. And then... uh, one one time my brother hit me on the face with that volleyball and then i started to realize that this is really a challenging sport and i really wanted to learn this sport and then it started from there uh my my parents actually supported me from 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 since day one and after that uh i i joined the the team in the in in our school and the province then and then Luckily, <laughs> I was I was part of the the Kalabarson Staka'a. If uh, this is a provincial uh, tournament, uh, parang, uh provinces from different uh regions would play against each other. Or if I'm not mistaken, not yet. I think around Calabarzon, region 4A. And then one of the coaches, I mean coaches from USD went there. I wasn't part of the the first six. I was just like a water girl, giving waters to my Gatorade to my, and of course there's Milo already, g- giving that to my <laughs> to my teammates, and then after the game, the coaches went to the the dugout to our classroom because we sleep sa classroom lang back then, so they gave a calling card to one of my teammates, came for her. was very 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 talented and like talented and after that after talking to Kim Kimphuardo the coaches asked who who are the, the grade 5 like the grade 5 like who are the grade 5 students here and then i just raised my hand and then i don't know super kapal na mukha ako in tagalog and i actually got a calling card also and they just told me that if you want to if you want to try out just go there after a year because i have another year and then that's it then i went to <laughs> i went to UST to to do like to try out and little did i know when you try out pala you have to wear like your volleyball attire. i thought you have to be like presentable i was wearing jogging pants and jacket like representing our region but and then but one of my teammates from UST, like actually very very kind and sweet naman siya allowed me to to use Her clothes then and then I tried out I don't know what happened so after that they they actually said I passed I don't know how when what happened I can't even like hit the ball back then but yeah and then yeah and I started to to study and play for for USD and after four years uh one of the coaches from Ateneo coach Roger also uh, was really interested in me. Wow, I feel like <laughs> so special. But he was very interested and asked me if I could go and study and represent ateneo also. So that so I went to ateneo after high school, and then after high school, little did I know that uh, cause there there wasn't like pro. Tournaments or in the Philippines, so I was actually scared also before I graduate because, I don't know what's the future of volleyball players here in the Philippines. But uh, there was like V League, pa with Sinestro Ricky. But aside from that, there's no pro league. So I've decided to also go to to different countries like Thailand and I want to try also how I'll I mean how to to. Go about volleyball then, and actually learn more about volleyball. And then after that, I went back here to the Philippines and focused na sa Creamline Cool Smasher, which which is my actually team right now. So a very short story <laughs> with my fifteen years, I think, or twenty years of playing volleyball. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Eliza. So totally agree with you there. It's an oversimplification of your journey. <laughs> and, um, you know, we have you to thank talaga as part of that um, one of the batches that really started the whole volleyball craze that we had in the country, right? Um, do you mind sharing with us a little bit about your experience in Thailand and in Taiwan?
0: Oh, very interesting uh, experiences. When I was in Thailand, uh, I just went to Thailand because I mean I went to Thailand because one of my coaches here in the Philippines is a from Thailand also. So he asked me if he want if I want to to like if I want to to try playing in Thailand. So I said yes, but that was because <laughs> during my last year in Ateneo in my college life, in my college days, uh I we didn't win, didn't get the championship. So I was actually frustrated, devastated, depressed, you can say, everything. And I think, uh, but God made me realize that uh, there's so much things I have to learn. pa. So that's why I think uh, God told me to go explore more volleyball outside of the Philippines. You, you have to learn more about volleyball. So I've decided, because of that loss, I've decided to actually go to Thailand and Taiwan to... Uh, to start again from scratch, because what I felt when I was in Thailand and Taiwan, I was a, I was I was a rookie, talaga. Like I don't know anything. Uh, different system, different cultures, and uh syempre, no bias at all, because they don't know me, naman. So I really like that feeling, because I mean, I think sometimes God really wants you to put in a situation that, parang, to make you feel that you have to to be grounded to actually learn more and to experience more. So, yun, I think that was really interesting more than more than uh the, the skills. I really I really learned so much more uh, of of the court
1: talaga. That's great. Now, so quick question lang. Um with regard to what you saw what um the other countries, the players there are capable of, do you think kaya natin on that level?
0: Oh my oh. Whew. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people asked me that question already pero I would I have I would have to be like super super honest talaga Philippines the talent the skills at par talaga I think it's more of the consistency the preparation that is needed to be to be at par and to be syempre, alongside with this uh mga teams in Asia or Southeast Asia
3: I think that's that Eliza, that's good, no, that you're able to travel to Thailand and, and experience all this. Cause you know, it takes people like you to actually come back here and tell your fellow player teammates, Devana pala. pala sa kabilang Country, you know, we have to we have to at least if you want to be like them, you know, we have to work harder, we have to be more consistent, you know? and, and something and this is something that you can contribute uh to the whole, you know, you know, volleyball scenario here, no. And and speaking of scenario, right now I think um, there's a move yata, to, to to actually unify you know the volleyball groups here with the creation of the Philippine National Volleyball Federation. Right? So given that, have you taken any role in this organization? Uh,
0: well I was appointed uh, well appointed is the word. I was appointed uh, to be the chairman of the athletics commission. I uh, athletes commission, sorry and uh i'm alongside uh, abby marano denise lazaro john Vic, uh don makandili jaja santiago and mark espejo so uh very timely because i think this the new organization has this uh plans also to actually uh help and i mean improve also the the play of the the i mean Women, mapamansman, women's or beach volleyball. So uh, I'm just really looking forward to the progress, and I hope we can be guided by some good experience, or at least help us to ng volleyball here in the Philippines.
3: That's great to hear, no? and you know, with you belonging with, together with a group of individuals also who are actually superstars in their own right, no. Umakarin magatoo long nila for this one. But okay, besides ngayon, ba, I think the, the beach volleyball has commenced. I think the tapos lang. Any any updates on when when the real volleyball will will, will uh, push through? Uh
0: really hoping na etanapo magita putalega uh we just got I think an approval. Uh, we have sanction training already. So we're looking forward for the final date of our tournament. So we're all praying that talaga pong na to, na malapit malapit na.
3: And we're all praying as well that matuloy rin, no? because everyone everyone is just really excited to you know to get back to normal, especially for for volleyball and to see you guys play again. So you know, good luck with that, and we hope for the best. So
0: thank you, thank you. I turn you over but, now
3: to Sim, no? So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Alexa.
0: Well, for sure, siempre but safety lahat if matulay lahat ng uh, tournaments na po that's all hello sim hi Eliza. Yeah. so um it, it's it's super great to see and it it
2: brings so much hope that you guys are are involved in in volleyball in that level now and and you know we were ta- just as we were talking about preparation now and i want to go back to that moment um actually when, when, how you got into how you got that opportunity to play in the top schools in Manila, and particularly that moment when you raised your hand, you know, what, what happened? Oh, I just want to get into your head during that <laughs> time, like on the context, noon. Okay, so they asked you, um, who are the grade five students in the room, and then you raised your hand. So, what was going on in your mind at the time?
0: Honestly, I, I don't know. I was just as a kid you know we're all curious diba we just really want to have that also calling card that was given to your teammate back then and uh that's all That's all that I can remember eh, talaga i was super super uh curious and i feel like bata pa lang ako may
2: confidence
0: <laughs> kumpiyansa na ako na i thought kay, alam mo yon kaya ko rin yon kahit I know that I wasn't part of the first six. I wasn't like the number one player back then, but I feel like ah, uh, sikoro kaya kodento. So sikoro So lang naman yung na ko.
2: And were there other grade five students in the room?
0: I think honestly can't remember, but if I'm not mistaken, it was just like the two of us and it came to yung mag- batchmates. So uh, I like challenges for sure. I like to be challenged. Uh, I'm really motivated by, parang, if my batchmate ako, kailangan, it's something that is healthy naman, na kailangan, mer, kaya ko rin. So, I think that was really the initial na naisip ko back then. <laughs> competitive lang.
2: <laughs> Pero, you know, like, um, you, maybe at that point, also you were curious, you know, if you raise your hand and one thing would lead to another. Uh, but, you know, it also takes... I mean not all who are curious would dare to raise their hand and you know go out there and even discover their potential and and so it takes a lot of courage even to just do that you know uh but and it takes confidence to even get there but um as you mentioned you weren't always in the first six tapos um but you know what 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 did you do to finally earn your spot you know how did you do it
0: uh I would I would love to say that I actually just listen to my coaches but it was actually I I can't remember na pinahirapan or nahirapan ako sa mga training ng mga coaches ko because I really like what I'm doing I re, yun sabi ko nga kanina I like the the challenge alam gusto ko yung pinapahirapan ako kasi alam kong hindi talaga ako marunong so gusto ko talaga every single day I learn something new and uh more than the 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 trainings more than the siguro the pagdisiplina ng mga coaches i actually learned so much from all the experiences na nangyari sa akin off the court i would say uh from uh going back and forth to batangas uh yung pag-uwi ko pag pa, pag stay ko mag-isa in manila uh at, at parang at Well, I I think I was 12 years years old back then na mag-isa lang ako nagsis-stay sa Manila. I think yun yung nagbigay sa akin ng parang courage and ng ng strength to actually do whatever I I needed to do back when I was in high school. So yung tapang na yun, yun yung nakapagbigay sa akin kung paano ako nag-survive. And siguro to be here also in front of all of you. It yeah you know, takes so much to
2: become a top athlete. It's it's definitely not as easy as you initially made it sound. Because uh, you even found it fun to be going through all those challenges, and, and in fact, you actually welcome the competition. The you you challenge yourself. Uh, but um, but in terms of of your journey getting there, um, becoming a top athlete, um, are there specific times where you even questioned uh you know uh why you were doing what you were doing or even you know, like there's just there're just those tough times could you share with us um those maybe periods in your
0: life uh i never i never find or found anything that is parang challenging na i would quit or i would stop playing volleyball i don't i honestly don't know why but i, I I just I just don't remember nana na feel ko talaga na I'm ready to quit. I'm I don't like volleyball. Nahihirapan ako, napapagod na ako. Well, definitely the reclamo with all your teammates, the ranting every day na parang gigising ka na maaga. It's always it's gonna be there. I mean like you know this as a, like as an athlete, because that's one thing that will make you and your team be like syempre the chemistry and all. But to quit and to stop, wala talaga. Uh, and I, I, I don't know talaga, but, siguro as a kid, I just really, I just really want to, to know how to play the sport. I, I would always go back to that moment that I really want to play again with my brother, and, makabawi sa kanya. Pero hindi, hindi ko pa rin po siya nagagawa. <laughs> but. Yan lagi yung nag- nag- sa mind ko and I always have this uh, siguro mentality na I want to prove to my parents that uh, I can do it. And I think, alam mo yun, pin yung preparation na ginawa din sa akin ng parents ko from when I was a kid na tumutulong ako sa house, uh, pinatibay talaga ko ng preparation na yon para makasurvive ako sa lahat ng or o napagdaanan ko when I was in high school or hanggang
2: Let's says so much about y- your experience, but I'd like to dig deeper into the mindset. I mean, that and that alone is like a good foundation. Probably it tells us a lot about why Al- Eliza thinks the way she does. Uh, so I'll give an example. Uh, let's say in training, um, your coach is going hard on you, and um, he or she says something really harsh to you. How would you process that situation?
0: Uh, my teammates would say, Siguro, on the latter part, Siguro mga days, uh, favorite ako ng coach ko, but honestly, I don't think so. Uh, but during Siguro, my first year to third year, I would hear a lot. And it would. When when you're an athlete and you're very young, you would hear the the shouting. You won't you won't actually hear kung ano yung sinasabi. Well, sometimes nagagalit lang talaga yung coaches natin. But uh it's weird to say that I enjoy I enjoy being like, parang given like time na masigawa na mga coaches. I don't like na pag sinasabi ako if if mali ako kasi I don't want I also. Whenever we train kasi I make sure talaga na I give my 100% or more pa. And that's why pag na ako I feel like ako ah, lang pa yung binibigay sa akin or kulang pa yung binibigay ko sa training. So I think I think that way siguro I turn everything into something that I feel like ah meron pa meron pa pala ah kaya ko pa pala. So parang more on kasi sa negative yung i-focus ko, I would think na parang Ah may gusto pa ituro sa akin yung coaches ko or alam mo yan siguro from all the experiences I've had also from from bata to high school to college uh, one thing na natutunan ko is not to be scared with all the the noise but actually focus on the the learnings or the things na alam mo yan most important so uh hindi rin ako well my coaches also would tell me na huwag kamatakat magkamali in trainings kasi syempre sa trainings dapat 100% daw kung magkamali ka you correct it. para sa si game you're ready you're more than more than ready so yun lang so kahit pa sigawan mo sa training wag sa game siguro in the am kidding. pero di ba kahit siguro ilang beses ka man sa training it's it's more of at least may time pa ren sa akin yung mga coaches ko to actually Look after me and correct all the things that I correct.
2: From what you shared so far, it, it says a lot about uh, about prepar- preparation and how that's related to perspective also. And and you know, when you're going through when you're going through a tough time, you remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. And when an opportunity comes your way, accepting it is about how you see yourself also. Like the time you raise your hand, you, you told yourself, "Oh, kaya alam ko kaya ko din to diba? So you believe in yourself. You ask yourself, "You, you, do you, have that conviction to go for it, and no matter the hardship, uh, no matter the criticism, um, you understand that uh, you understand that knowing uh, you understand that these are necessary uh, parts of preparation." And, and can only make you stronger and ultimately a lot more confident. And that's very apparent with, with what you've shared with us. So, um, so now, let's bring it to the now. Uh, now that things are in a bit of a standstill, well, what are you doing to make sure you stay on top of your game?
0: As I've said earlier, uh, I really try new things, uh, new sports uh and from the very first day siguro nag nag lockdown in, in in the Philippines and Manila uh i started actually working out na so to late and well i actually tried also mga baking mga <laughs> i've said earlier than baking cooking something that i i i felt like magiging magakahelp sa akin mentally also but at the end of the day I I feel like something na kailangan ko also is to actually release the competitiveness in in me and I can only do that I feel like I can only do that in in other sports in a very <laughs> challenging also na sports and I think one thing na yung mga na experience ko sa lahat ng na-sports na sports na experience ko very opposite sa volleyball. Kasi in volleyball, you have teammates, you have someone na, ah, pag ko nakuha, I have someone na tutulong in, in, in the sports na na try ko over this, uh, uh, the, the pandemic, more on, ikaw lang talaga mag-isa. So you have to recover on your own, you have to talk to yourself, you have to walk by yourself. And I feel like these uh, sports really helped me uh, develop and actually molded me into someone na hindi ko alam na ganun pala ako na, na, na athlete then. So I'm just really thankful. Uh, I feel like this is one of the blessings also na nabigay sa akin ng pandemic. It, it's actually to go out there, try different sport aside from volleyball so you would know yourself even better. And actually, preparation also sa akin to. Uh, lalo na pag bumalik yung volleyball. Kasi syempre, uh, Mentally, I was actually challenged also by the pandemic. And I think this, this sports also prepared me to be stronger mentally, physically, and uh, hopefully, nga, it can help me uh, uh, sa pagdating ng tournament namin.
2: Thanks for that, Eliza. So, um, so far we've been talking about that internal language um, and having that pos- positive mindset of seeking the value in all things. And now we'd like to know more about what has helped turn you into the phenom that you are. So I'm gonna turn you over to Robbie. So Robbie, take it away.
1: Oh, Thanks, Sim. Yeah, Eliza, so what I'd like so far from the discussion was uh, I really, I'm really in love with the metaphor of um, raising your hand. No? So, you know, we always talk about, especially for kids, um, there's this fear of trying. Yes. And little do they know, you know, if they just submit themselves and raise their hand and then show up to that moment, then they can really learn so much more. And it can really, in your case, lead you to a lifelong series of like value adding things. Right? So, we have that to thank for, for where you are right now. In, in sports and, and what you've done for Philippine Volleyball. Overarching theme I've gotten so far is um, uh, the word preparation. So preparing uh, at home when your parents gave you chores, um, preparing in, um, in your training, preparing for your games. And what I liked was um, your approach, your mentality when it comes to focusing on the constructive elements that will help you improve your game. So super, super solid um, tips that I've gotten so far in my notes. Um, with regard to the value and importance of preparation, so what you've uh, shared with us, in your champion journey, I'd like to highlight the particular case of the role of your family throughout your journey. So, as an ode to them, um, how important are they in your journey so far?
0: Uh, well, sila number one supporter ko, for sure, sir, Robbie. And matalo manalo. Uh, may challenges mano wala other sila talaga yung consistent constant na anjan. so i would say the role of my family would be they're very like quiet they're super silent but you know deep inside talaga they're always there mapa when i was in UST uh they won't say much but i know that they're very sad whenever i i go back to manila they're very happy when I go home. They would always prepare things that I like, that I love. So, hindi hindi sila hindi words. When I was in in Ateneo naman, uh they won't go to my games every 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 time. Uh minsan naka mga championships. Wala kaming masyadong family photo during games because they can't afford to go to go to Manila. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> uh, when I went to uh, Thailand and to Taiwan, same thing. They, I know, I, n- I really know that they're, they, 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 they're behind me, and but we can't actually also afford. na I can't, I can't make them fly to Thailand and Taiwan, but I know that they really want. And actually, I feel like lahat ng, ng pages and social medias na, na follow nila just to make sure na updated din sila sa akin and ako kasi, ako kasi sir i am the type na also na i won't tell them if i'm injured if i'm if there's something painful kasi i know mag worry sila so uh they're very quiet very silent but i know sumisigaw deep inside yung yung support nila sa akin talaga krave na kaiyak naman yung sir rob <laughs> Okay, edit po not <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, that's great, no? Um, I totally agree with you. I mean, like, we're all athletes here and, um, uh, yes, parents being silent partners in our our respective journeys and, you know, them always looking out for the best for us. Um, And, you know, remember back in the day in Milo, we always say that champions are not born, they're raised, no? So they really serve that purpose in guiding us in every step. Um, moving on over to the other mentors in our lives naman our secondary parents no so let's talk about the role of um, uh, your mentors and your peers uh, that you've had in your in your life's journey so far you've shared kasi na you've had a colorful mix of personalities involved na tumutulong sa you um, i'd like to know um, from your experience to to, what have they imparted with you so far
0: oh a lot uh... So, syempre, hindi yung coaches ko when I was in elementary, the uh, uh, my my teachers also kasi diba in in the provinces naman po your coaches are your teachers also. And my, my mom also. But when I was in USD, uh it was Sir Francis Vicente who actually was the head coach and Coach Kung Fu was the assistant coach. So, very opposite din talaga sila, sabi mga Sir Robbie. Lahat different yung mga uh, characters and attitude and ng mga nakasama ko po talaga. So, Sir Vince was a fatherly like figure to us. I I would stay to his house kasi I don't have a family here in Manila back then. So, siya din talaga guide sa akin. Coach Kung Fu naman more on uh, well, Coach sir, sir Francis would be like help me on develop my my character off the court, on and off the court. Uh, coach Kung Fu, naman would would be the the skills coach also and would help me. Naalala ko si Coach Kung Fu. Sabi ko nga sa inyo po hindi po ako marun volleyball, so Coach Kung Fu would actually hold mago holding hands and would teach me how to do the volleyball approach. Uh for just for me to. Uh, actually spike the ball. <laughs> and then I have really a lot na na I ma- mentioned to sir Robbie. Uh, during my college also college days, we have coach Roger Gorayeb who's uh very 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 uh supportive also. He actually go he actually went to to, to our house sir Robbie if 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 may kita din ibang tao, siya yung isa sa sa can to to go to Ateneo. And oh my gosh, amasa sabi ko lang talaga sir Robbie. Lahat ng words marinene ko kay Coach, kay Coach Roger. Lahat ng words na pwede mong marineng from a coach, from a father, from from. But it made me, it made me who I am right now talaga, uh, Coach Roger. And I have Coach Thai, who's from from Thailand. Na I think language barrier was the the key to our success. <laughs> Because of that, we were able to communicate kasi in terms of ve- like volleyball uh terms. So it's more of very technical at the same time. Uh, alam mo yan, no bias also. And the culture of parang a, Thailand, uh, a Thai coach is very new to us. That's why siguro yung adaptation also, that new system was... Siguro nag talaga sa, sa team namin and sa batch namin and I would say I wouldn't survive uh college without my batchmates because Ella then it's uh Bayatan and Tivia Humiro who's very is who's we are we're, we're just like trying to survive talaga college and we're there for each other so isa yun. There's a lot talaga Sir Robbie I can't mention everyone uh but also sina Sir Ricky Palu, uh, sina Sir Tony, uh, sina Ate Charo, uh, si Ate Chana man inabutan kayan uh, actually hindi ka na siya Magaro, but she was one of the the few people also na nag ana adopt sa akin when I was in Manila because I don't have anyone ya in Manila. And but I think one of the the great things about these people talaga is that I mean sobrang uh, nasa cir- circle ko lang talaga sila, but it's just, I don't know how it happened, but I, if you would ask me, th- these are the people I, I really trust and I really listen to. Uh, kahit, masa, I mean, criticism man or good yung sasabihin nila, I would actually like listen to them. And I'm Mr. Robbie, so hindi ko na, ano, baka, may missa, baka po may ma-miss ako, Sir Robbie, na ma- may, ma- ano, makat na lang yung Sir Robbie. <laughs>
1: That's alright. I'm sure they'll understand, no. Pero parang I really like what you shared because parang the overarching theme of what you've um, discussed with us so far is at this point it's the support naman from these uh, personalities, no. And it seemed like honest, honest to goodness, they seemed like they really cared, no. I agree. Super, super, like the the metaphor in hand holding you in the process, literally and figuratively. From the USD coaches all the way to your Atenea coaches and then with your peers also. I really like that. And then the tough love coming from Coach Roger as you meant. I guess I'm guessing that's tough, <laughs> tough <though>. love.
0: But <laughs> I think very true talaga ang love-hate relationship sa coach and player. If walang love-hate relationship, not hindi hindi ng coach. Mo. I mean, it has to be like that. Because if not, I mean, you don't, I, I, I feel like you haven't learned or you haven't if you're not you're not hating your coach oh my god you haven't like being like super they're not hard on you I feel like yeah
1: I, I can totally relate <laughs> I was like that with my college coach also <laughs> I think really knows that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I, I mean totally totally like that and um and it's very I, I really like how yun nga, so it's through it was really a journey with them and, that, and through support, you really became who the person you are now, no? And so maybe the next question that I would have is, um, you know, so many things are going on in your life right now. You have, you have your valuable professional career, you have your personal passions, you have your personal businesses, you have your brand ambassador, du- ambassador duties, to name a few. With regard to proper guidance uh, and careful consideration, as you have put it, um, how do you Set your go-to mentors and peers. Ano mo sila uh
0: this is the first ever time na I was asked this this question. But it's super hard. Uh I would say, sir, it you you, you can choose it. You really can choose the people that that you will trust or that will trust you also. It has to be there's like it has to be balanced it has to be equal it has to be like uh siguro meron kayong understanding talaga and i feel like yun nga hindi hindi mo sila pwedeng piliin uh there there are people na magki na lang din talaga kayo or there are people that are really willing or genuinely really unconditionally uh love or care for you and you do the same for for that people and i feel, I, I feel like, yun yung na-feel ko den yun ang pina-feel sa akin ng mga taong nabanggit ko kanina, sir, at sa mga iba ko pang hindi nabanggit. That's why I think it's been working like this. I mean, we, if you support and you really love and you really care for each other, I mean, nothing would go, I mean, wrong, di ba? So, yun lang naman, sir. But you can choose. I think you have to have, have, to have that common denominator and I think that's the love for the sport and Simply the the you you want to help and you ha- you want to actually be there for each other. It's a choice. Wow.
1: Super solid. No, I totally agree. Because hey, um, it's not like in badly put in the corporate world. There's this really let's say hypothetically there's this really good high performer boss that you would like to learn from. You can't just go straight to this guy and like, hey, can you be my mentor? Totally choose yes, yes. them. So parang from what I gather with what you shared is like it really is um parang enveloped in care and development. No? So parang these people should really care about your personal development. And I think that's what's happened so far with you, so much so that na ging the phenom. Ka, ba? So parang that's how I understand it from, from what you've shared so far. And I think it's reciprocity also, cause parang uh, you also care about the sport. You also care about them so much so that you bring each other up. Again, that's why I, I bring up the point on how powerful the hand holding metaphor you said. So I don't want to eat up most of your time. <laughs> we have so much more to talk
3: about. I'll pass you on over to really Thanks, Alisa. Go, Rails. Thank
0: you. Thank you, sir.
3: Thanks, Rob. So, such an inspiring story uh, from you, Alisa, And, um, you know, just to add to what Robbie said regarding, you know, with your teammates and your coaches it's really i think you've been blessed no to be surrounded by like-minded people like you especially your teammates um you, you have the different you had different coaches um who were strict and were uh, lenient but you know there are lessons to be learned it's really a mix of both and i like it i like the part that that um uh, you know, the, parang the way you 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 bring yourself or the way you conduct yourself in training in the games, parang bata, parang still like a kid, no? Still enjoying, still excited, just like the raise the hand moment. You know, it's all innocent and what's this? And I, and I still see that you carry it up to day, uh, up to today, you know? Parang you still enjoy what you're doing, and you know, you treat it as a challenge and always, you know, constantly improving, no? So you know, if your your journey into becoming you know, the most celebrated uh, volleyball player in the country is definitely one for the books. You know, like a fairy tale, you know, story for sports. Um, you pretty much accomplish what you've set out to do. Um, so at this point, what what is now your new mission in life? Oh,
0: uh, after everything, then po naman sir, really. Uh, I never expected uh, to be someone na they look up din ng mga tao or uh, would be someone na brands would, I mean, like, trust also. But I think one thing na uh, mission ko after everything, uh, I've been very focused on volleyball. Uh, so I think it's, it's, it's giving back also to my family, giving back the time na hindi ko na ibigay sa kanila being a good daughter being a good uh, sister to my to my brothers also and to everyone siguro and siguro aside from uh i i think one of the things siguro na, na naisip ko talaga, it's really giving back to my to my family first
3: and i think that's the most important thing even for every athlete so to all your viewers who are actually listening um, you know know very well that your parents are there your family's there you know making the sacrifices yes. you know bringing you to practices you know bringing you to all the games um nyo, yeah, it's all, <laughs> all been supported by by your family and uh know very well that all your accomplishments are would it have, won't be possible now if it weren't for them and uh yeah so uh, thank you for 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 sharing that you know, with, with our viewers, right? that, that pretty much is important. Family first. Um, so besides giving back to family, let's talk about, again, about volleyball now. So one of your current goals is to, is to grow the sport and develop future stars to be like you. So I, be, I believe that with what you started by putting volleyball up there now as one of the most watched sports in the Philippines, uh have there been any plans to be able to continue this momentum and fulfill your plans on developing future stars
0: yes definitely sir uh i was once uh in the province also a young ones na uh way or no opportunity to to actually join tournaments or mga camps so i really want uh other athletes or young athletes to experience these so i actually had uh, a gym but currently mentioned the closure because of the pandemic uh we put it up in in bacolod because we feel like uh uh, there are so there's so much talent in in mindanao and in visayas also that's why we put it there and uh, we actually, I actually also held camps and also. And I think one way of giving, giving back to the sport is actually like doing this stuff also. And I feel like also that's one thing that keeps me grounded. At the same time, I learned so much, uh, so much things, uh, new things lalong-lalong na sa mga batang na pupuntahan namin or natuturuan namin. And yun yung isa sa mga uh, gusto ko pong na, na-accomplish din or isa sa mga mission ko. More than siguro kids learn from us, from all the camps, from all the training camps na binigay namin. It's actually me learning from them. Because, you know, vi- there is, sabi mga sir, they're, para, I want to be a kid na very innocent, like, innocent really willing to learn. And pag nakikita ko 'yan sa mga bata whenever I give back bumabalik yung uh, siguro yung sense ng eagerness ko to actually learn more about the sport and actually share this and see all the kids really enjoying volleyball. so yun lang naman sir. But yeah, hopefully hopefully uh when the time like really like comes pwede na ulit natin maibalik yung camps and mga training facilities. But as of now
3: uh, safety first muna po That's great to hear, you know, and and I think I also we, you know if correct me if I'm wrong, we also noticed that there not there's not a lot of volleyball camps uh here in the country. You know? So I mean, you know, especially for you know for for parents who have daughters and you know who see you on TV and want to be like you, there's there's really no source. Parang mahanap. it's it's really it's really uh, it's a struggle to actually look for, for volleyball camps uh, all around the area. So here in the Philippines, especially in Luzon. So, you know, hope hope you can actually what's this, spread it out to the Luzon area.
1: Yes <laughs> instead of just, just like, the But yeah,
3: please continue <laughs> to do it. Hopefully. Yeah, and I like I like what you said, yeah, that parang you also learn from the kids, you actually see yourself uh, yes. to, in them because yeah, the nostalgia eh, that you're once a kid. Innocent and always excited to play, and always with a smile, right? and and I think that's that's what's uh, very important, not to be able to grow uh, with the sport. So, so my last question, I mean, let's talk about life outside of volleyball. Um, you know, you've tried your hand now at at being an entrepreneur. You know, which is again something that is admirable, um, especially for athletes, no? to be able to have that uh, forward thinking and planning you know to be able to 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 come up with businesses or invest invest their earnings diba it's para lang, you know when it's time to retire diba? it's just you know you know you're that you are still uh, in good hands so so um, talk about you know this 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 business that you have and you know you created a business concept that truly defines who you are so tell us more about it and why why did you come up with this
0: you know sir uh said parang wala rin, we didn't know kusang kami pupunt after college because walang well, pro it's not as stable as like compared to basketball or football here in the Philippines so uh, we were super lucky talaga to be given this opportunity to play after college and to be professional volleyball players but then again uh, hindi parin as as girls as women uh, there are certain things or siyempre may age also na kailangan kaming isipin. So we really have to think about our future or transitioning after after playing the sport. So as early as now, uh good thing I am surrounded and supported by by great people na talaga naman pong uh, tinutulungan din ako on anong path ang aking ititik. And... Uh, so, this is kind of weird because I actually, I'm not naman a management student or anything related to this. But I started uh, a business called uh, Light by A.V. It's, a scent, it's scent like scented candles. Uh, why scented candles first? Uh, because scented candles made me actually, I, I love scented candles from the very start but May special, uh, siguro tama siya sa akin yung pandemic because it it kept me calm. Ah, uh, ito talaga yung nakapag ah uh, uh, para relax sa akin yung pandemic. And I was uh some people suggested to to name it light. Why light? Well, my name is Eliza and my nickname is Light, so nilagyan ng light. It's Eliza. And one of the uh host told me that it's nice to hear that uh it's like by av because you're you're spreading light to to everyone it's not just like literally light but actually inspiring other people to i mean to be someone that they want to be so that's it i mean i hope everyone uh everyone really support this business uh, it's really I mean, I'm actually the one doing the scented candles po talaga. Uh, I make it to a point na medyo hands-on talaga ako pagdating dito sa scented candles kasi I want them to to feel Because sino man or mabibigyan na uh, pinaghirapan and kung ano yung na-feel ko by uh, doing the candles, yun din yung ma-feel nila pag na nila yung scented candles. Medyo cheesy but you know, I really want them to to feel kung gano'ng ka-important yung candles, if ever, sa bahay nila, na nagbibigay din ng ilaw sa sa kwarto nila and sa sa house nila. So, I hope, isa rin ako sa nakapagbigay ng kulay sa mga kids na gusto rin mag, mag-try ng, ng sports. So, yun lang naman. Well, thank you. <laughs>
3: That's great, no? You, you, putting your passion and your hard work into into something that you love, you know, light also is hope, right? Giving hope, you know, uh, to others. And uh, yeah, this is a great, uh, great concept. Again, truly defines you, literally and metaphorically, I think. Is that what you call it? Um, and uh, yeah, I guess before we end, before I turn it over to Sim, where can we actually get, tell our viewers where you can actually get light?
0: Oh, wow. Uh, actually, we're finalizing everything. And if it's it it's like super super okay na all the details will will be shampre up naman sa social media accounts will will let you guys know and update you guys sa social media accounts din na naman so looking forward to giving you also guys the the life by Av wow <laughs> sounds so weird. <laughs>
2: So thank you so much for that, Alisa. Um, we've learned so much from your life story. And if you were to summarize, what can we learn for your from your experience
0: on how to build phenomenal confidence? Wow. Uh I would say selahat sa nang uh na experience ko in volleyball. Preparation talaga is something that is needed for you to be able to achieve all the things that you want. Uh I never knew that uh my parents was like were preparing me for something big. I thought it was like something na normal lang but dito nila ako dinala. And same thing, uh I think it's actually the the support from from the people you trust, that the people that the, who trust you also is very important uh I mean, alo parang may kasama ka sa pag-abot ng mga pangarap mo din talaga. And sa magp-decide ng mga importante mga bagay sa sa life mo, I think isa sa mga natutunan ko din. And sure, hindi mo kakalimutan yung mga tao din na from the from the very start na kasama mo. And I think yun yung pinaka importante. It's the support of all those people who who made you makes who who make you uh, and help you be at the at, at this place i mean i wouldn't be here if if wala yung mga tao so it really the support and syempre yung last would be uh, i think it's actually giving back it's actually be uh, to be selfless and to be uh, to spread the the light and the hope to other people Na, i was once there also started from scratch and who knows you'll be the next uh volleyball uh, star diba? so i think that's the three it's preparation it's the support and being selfless and uh it's it's giving back talaga that will help you gain that confidence that you need to be a successful volleyball or individual
2: And there you have it. Eliza's top three tips on how to build phenomenal confidence. So allow me to recap that for you. Number one, seek the value in all things as preparation for life. So Eliza never takes uh, what's normally taken as a difficulty as a negative experience, but instead welcomes it as something that can only make her stronger. And behind that mindset is her desire to challenge herself and to make her family proud, which is a great example of a strong motivation that can keep you going and perform at your best. And tip number two surround yourself with people you trust. So, in all the critical aspects of her life, Eliza has numerous people whom she doesn't only trust, but also have given her the support, love, and care, and guidance that help build her confidence even more. And tip number three, be unselfish and spread your light. So spreading the light gives Eliza the purpose to keep doing what she does and to continue learning her craft even more. She spreads the light not only through her light-by-AV scented candles, but also in working towards growing volleyball in the country and providing top-level experiences for different communities. So thank you so much for that, Eliza. And uh, now it's time our, for our next segment that we call Crunch Time. Oh <laughs> so all right Eliza, we're gonna throw you some questions and you're gonna have to answer them as fast as you can. There's no need to explain unless oh, we no. but ask okay
0: are you ready? Oh,
3: no. no need to explain, huh
0: okay? <laughs> okay, G let's go game game
2: Uh, first question defense or offense oh defense
3: favorite coach
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay my mom
1: (laughs) good answer Uh, thailand or taiwan
0: oh thailand uh
2: favorite sports icon Ron James
3: Most memorable sports experience? Ah, most
0: memorable Ah Oh my god, there's so much Ah, probably UAAP season 76
1: Other sport that you could excel in Other than volleyball
0: I would love to think golf (laughs) Favorite sports film? Ah Coach Carter.
3: End goals or process goals?
0: Uh, Process goals.
1: Hobbies in life apart from sports?
0: Oh, nothing is wrong. wrong. Making scented candles? Favorite non-sports film? Uh, Okay, just go with it.
3: Favorite color?
0: Favorite co- Blue!
3: Yeah, Favorite food?
0: Favorite <laughs> food? Minagoongan Skills learned during the ah, pati- Oh my god Uh oh my god. I would I, I can't say I can cook I can bake uh, Probably uh, Oh no uh, singing? Wow. Oh, okay Anna. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, if you could have a superpower, what would
0: hmm. it be? Ooh. cut uh, or transport, like. So, hindi mai miss na family.
3: Transporter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, okay, mountain or ocean?
0: Mountain. Favorite book? Ah. Oh, oh my God, I can think of any. Uh, uh, uh. I like the Kobe Bryant, the Kobe Bryant's book. Yeah. Mamba Mentality? Yeah, the Mamba Mentality.
3: Nice, nice. Person who made the biggest impact in your life.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Life purpose in three words.
0: Oh uh to inspire okay, um alternative career aside from uh doing scented candles, uh Teacher.
3: Okay, so the last one. Favorite quote.
0: (sighs) Favorite quote. Oh my God. Oh my God, I can't think of any. Uh, uh, Favorite quote. I would say there's no I in a team. Because I am like supported by lots of.
3: Good.
2: Ah,
0: solid, solid. So
2: now you can breathe, Eliza, cause crunch time is done. And so thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your time and being super game to join us today. And now we've come to the end of the episode for our final messages. So Relly and Robbie, let's share with our teammates what we have in store for them in our next episodes.
3: Thanks, Simone. There you have it, folks. On behalf of the Gold Diggers, I would like to thank you for joining us tonight. Eliza Valdez, thank you for joining us tonight. Please do share your thoughts with us on our Facebook page and tag the Gold Diggers PH. Or you can post or comment on our video uploads on Facebook and YouTube. We'd really love to hear from you guys. Thank you also to everyone who has followed us on our Facebook page and subscribed to our YouTube page. If you haven't liked or followed us, we hope you can click the bot button and continue to dig in with us. Tune in next week as we dig in with former PSC executive director. A sports management guru and head of the sports management council of the Philippines, Miss Dina Bernardo. Got any questions for Dina? Hit us up on our Facebook page. See you guys. Robbie, take it home. Thanks, Rails.
1: So Alisa, your story so far is one of hope and inspiration. And we thank you so much for the time, the wisdom, the experience, and most importantly, the light. That you shared with us and the rest of our listeners so thanks to you there's a lot that we can learn from sports and especially in developing phenomenal confidence that can enable us to become better version better versions of ourselves so maraming 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 salamat aliza teammates were very very happy to share that we've officially launched our inaugural sports events essentials episodes this year part of our ambitious mission of helping uplift and progress philippine sports is to provide training and support through the Gold Digger's podcasts and learning series available right here on the Gold Digger social media pages. And we couldn't do this without the help of our fellow Gold Digger athlete, entrepreneur, and TV personality Vince Velasco who hosts that program. So Vince, thank you so much for sharing our mission and our vision. More power to you lastly once again let's continue the fundraising on our advocacy pitch in ph and let's continue helping out our fellow filipinos who are in most need please follow our facebook page for more details on how you too can pitch in for ph so finally over to the woman of the hour eliza valdez your final message for this episode please
0: Uh, i just want to say thank you for inviting me Uh, i really had fun uh, great questions and uh grab yung young crunch time I really enjoyed it I'm <laughs> kidding uh but uh, I actually learned a lot from from sir rally sir Robbie and Simone I learned a lot from you guys uh this uh uh segment this campaign this uh, uh talk of of a few guys are, are is very inspiring for for everyone uh I mean I actually I didn't parang I learned something new from all the experiences that 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 I have also because of you guys. So maraming maraming salamat din po. And uh to all the listeners, to all the viewers, uh uh I hope uh you learned something also from from my experiences and uh sa patuloy na nangangarap maging isang atleta or kung ano man ang gusto nilang pangarap sa buhay uh all I can say is that uh, you just have to work hard, uh, be determined, uh, you have to be committed uh, in whatever you, you want to do. And for sure, eventually, all hard work, salaga, sa una lang yan, and rewards will follow. So, wag kang mawala ng pag if part of the journey. So, tuloy-tuloy uh, lang, and sabi nga nila, uh, can be uh it also falls. So thank you guys. For Thank you so much. I really learned so much. Thank you. Pop.
2: We super appreciate what you've shared with us today, Eliza. And we hope you enjoyed this episode with Eliza Valdez on how to build phenomenal confidence. And that ends our session for today. Catch you on the next episode of the Gold Diggers. And remember to dream, dig in, and win. Take care and see you.